region. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy Duh Show. Get it? Duh Show? Duh. Duh. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 105. I'm Adolf, and I have with me the fantastic Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And the wonderful Jacob. Hi, everybody. And it's been a minute since we've done a podcast for the 3D show. Yeah, almost a month. Yeah. Um, I mean, during that time, it, it, it's been actually a little bit more than a month, maybe. Um, but for the the 3D show podcast, it's been like two months. But, you know, holidays and such, you know, make it hard for us to record sometimes. And, yeah. Uh, People getting sick and such and such. So, yeah, last 104 episode was in October 31st. <laughs> so, it's been a while, and, you know, we've had, you know, like I said, the holidays came, and it, we got sick, and it's just been kind of hard to get together, and so, other things are taking priority, but now we got some news to talk about, and, you know, some stuff that might be a little bit old, but, you know, we try to keep those to minimal, and we're going to get a lot of new stuff here. So, um, one, this, one thing I'm going to start off with, which is old, but I think it's very interesting, um, is that IMAX aspect ratio is now on Disney+. Plus. What are your thoughts on that? It's okay. Yeah. You're going to probably hear more people griping about uh, the empty space on their TV sets again. Um, because IMAX has talked about for, like, I, I think I've heard for years, oh, we're going to have our own TV, oh, we're going to have our own standards, so that way, if you have an IMAX standard TV, or, you know how they have a Dolby Vision standard, or Dolby you know, Audio standard kind of thing, we're going to have an IMAX Visual standard, and yeah, 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 and we're going to, you know, and no, we're just going to go ahead and put it have the aspect ratio for Disney Plus for the movies that came out in IMAX form. And, you know, it's... A lot of people have been wanting this, but for 3D movies, uh, because the 3D Blu-rays don't have the a- IMAX aspect ratio, they have the super widescreen, right? Black Black, uh, Black Widow, and I think some of the current uh, Japanese stuff has the IMAX, and even some of the older, slightly older uh, Disney stuff has the IMAX stuff. Okay, because I know some of them don't. Some of them do, I think, right? Yeah. And they like transform, like a couple of the Transformers movies has the IMAX ratio in 3D. And having the IMAX ratio basically makes it for your entire screen is used up, right? There's no black bars, right? It, it, it really depends. Uh, I mean, some are like old school full frame, like your old, like four by three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, it's like 1.90 by one. So, almost your entire screen. And we definitely want the aspect, the IMAX aspect ratio on movies, because that gives you the most amount of stuff. And, you know, we want to make sure we got all our screens showing, and we don't miss out on stuff that might be yeah. in around. Yeah, the last two Avengers movies were shot in IMAX, and on, like, regular Blu-ray and stuff, it's two, uh, two, three, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just trims off some wonderful stuff. Yeah. Like the uh, when Spider Man is swinging and he goes swings over a lake, I think it's um, Central Park. 
and his foot hits the water. You don't see that on the disc. Yeah. And, you know, when you're making the movie specifically for that aspect ratio, you want to have that on your, when you watch it at home. You don't want to have it be different, you know? Yeah, you don't want to go back to pan. I mean, it's not as bad as pan and scan, um, but still, you kind of want to see what the director and the studio, what everybody intended you to see. But and, I think uh, it's I think it only works if it's shot in IMAX, not if it's just converted. Because yeah, I don't I don't know. It just seems kind of useless. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I mean, I think all the Marvel movies are shot in IMAX town, aren't they? Pretty much. Hmm. I think at least all the Avengers were definitely, or they mentioned yeah. that. So, but like Eternals wasn't. Uh, Black Widow had some stuff in IMAX, but not much. But IMAX isn't always a sign of quality. Remember, uh, the Eternals pilot was shot in IMAX as well. Oh, you mean in humans? Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm mixing them up here. I'm having a senior moment. Sorry, folks. Um, And then, you know, IMAX has been kind of here and there. Some movies, like the Dark Knight um, Blu-ray has that, where certain scenes are IMAX and certain scenes are the, you know, regular widescreen, and it it gets it gets you thrown off when I'm watching it because it's like boom, we get the whole screen. Okay, now it's back to black bars. Okay, yeah. Uh, it just like one scene is this, one scene is that. And it's just do the whole thing that way, man. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm Chris, hoping, Christopher Nolan's like that. Well, I'm hoping that this is going to catch on and we will get Galaxy Quest restored because it changed aspect ratios into th- three times. Yeah, and it's amazing. If you get to ever see it the way it's intended to be seen instead of just that 185 cut all the way through. I know it's kind of a really technical thing. You know, people don't really talk about aspect ratios, but, you know, we're kind of in the weeds podcast. And, you know, this is actually something that is very important because you want to respect the filmmakers and what their original intent was. And if the original intent was IMAX, then you should be able to see it that way. (laughs) It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be hard, you know. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, and they were also a lot of filmmakers in the late eighties, early nineties, shot things open mat. So it was they were thinking uh, they because the market was everything was pan and scan. TVs were Academy ratio. They shot uh, like um, oh I'm trying to remember the name of that Pierce Brosnan volcano movie. Dante's Peak. Peak. Yes, it was shot open mat. So the, I mean. The, it's fine either way. It was shot for that. But some filmmakers are willing to, their vision can go that way and others just won't work that way. So your mileage may vary, but uh, it's always good when uh, when uh, when people watching movies can see the original intent. Yeah, and that obviously will probably help for 3D too, in theory. Obviously, there's not going to be on Disney Plus as they have 3D. But, you know, you want to have the whole picture. You don't want to have something cut off and then the 3D gets messed up or something. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, if, you, if you're if you old enough or um, you got them later, uh, a lot of those uh, discs, those bootlegs from Japan, 3D bootlegs, they were all, a lot of them were panned and scanned and terrible, ruined the 3D. We don't want to go back to that. I'm at least happy that IMAX is playing some kind of ball with this because they haven't been showing IMAX 3D movies in a long time, or it's very, very rare. So, that's something. 
And even when I went to see IMAX movies in 3D, it wasn't always the best experience ever. It's like, you know, I imagine that it's always going to be perfect, but no, it's not always better than going to a regular theater, you know? So, and sometimes the IMAX theaters are line max, you know, where they, oh, this is the bigger aspect ratio. It's not that much bigger. (laughs) It's it's not really the big, you know, size. So, because IMAX is more squarey kind of than... Rectangly, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Jacob, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, well, let's talk about uh, the Jurassic World Dominion trailer. I think that was cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks better than the last movie. Dinosaurs look cool, and they and this was they were smart. Ninety nine percent of that trailer was either dinosaurs or nostalgia porn. Yeah. They kind of reduce Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's beautifully shot. It's like, whoa. It's shot on film. It looks beautiful. It's like, well, this yes. is nice. This is like really well, you know, the cinematography is pretty. And it's like, oh, the shot of like the, I guess, I don't know, of the brontosaur with the snow on its back and people in awe. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's the problem with the last movie was because it was shot digitally. It just, it lacked that magic. It looked nice, but it didn't look as nice as World and this one. This one just looks spectacular. And um, I guess the big, big thing here is that we got some dinos with feathers. Yes. Woohoo! <laughs> After 30 years. And yeah. they, look, they look badass. Yeah. They don't look diminished or, cha- you know, they look pretty awesome. They don't look like chickens or something or ostriches. They look like still horrible predators, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, all the team is here, all the old people are here, all the new people are here, and, um... Uh, I wonder if the kids are gonna be in the movie, the, uh, from the original movies. I don't know, I don't, have they still act? I don't think I've seen either one of the kids in the original. No, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's been rumors that, um, that African-American lady there is the daughter of, um... The other character that was in Jurassic Park too, and uh, but yeah, I don't think that is. World. I don't think that is, but I don't know. It could be. That'd be kind of interesting. Even though I hated that movie, it would be nice to see her back. I forget that character's name, but yeah, um, you know, I, I think I also feel a little bit better seeing that brontosaur. It's like, oh, it didn't die a horrible death, or I'm going to pretend it didn't die a horrible death. <laughs> okay. oh, you're not going to. You're not going to pretend the CGI. Uh, dinosaur died a horrible death and that's the same cgi dinosaur gotcha <laughs> oh uh, that that haunts me man you just hear the poor thing scream <laughs> i know i know that's why i have to say the cgi dinosaur every time or i'll start crying <laughs> um and where is this like supposed to be because i thought they all escaped in california california is not snowy i mean i guess some parts are but not i mean <laughs> it's 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 the world, so I mean they're taking over the world, so they're all over. <laughs> yeah, we do get some cool shots in, in Italy, I guess, right? At the streets. Yeah, either Italy, like something Mediterranean-y. And it, we got confirmation at the end, which is kind of rare for us. The real three D, so this is definitely going to be three D. It's just super exciting because the last one's been really good in three D. Yeah. Mm, so this means I have to pay attention. Yeah. I can review it if you don't want to bother. I'll okay. do it. <laughs> we'll see hey, how that I'm, works out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried about the, they've 
Regals totally ditched their uh, safe theater protocol. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a lot of places have started to ditch some safety stuff for COVID, and uh, we'll see if that comes back around to bite us in the butt again, or if maybe we're done. Who knows? In the future, people, you may listen to this podcast and know what happens, but right now, in the present, we don't know what happens. But um, Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, we don't know if the Ukraine is inva- gets invaded or not, or if somebody comes up behind Russia and invades them because uh, all their military is on the other side of their country. Yeah. So It might be a good time right now to say the date and time we're recording this podcast. Uh, we are recording this podcast on February 19th, 2022, at approximately 1.17 p.m. Central Standard Time. So things may change, and probably have changed, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, some movies may have different dates, some movies have be pushed up, some movies may be cancelled, I don't know. We might get actual just don't, just don't delay Morbius again. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we try... Or Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, if there is, like, a world war, I think a lot of movie studios would be like, yeah, we don't really need to see a movie that come out right now. We can, you know, we got to try to survive. <laughs> so, I mean, Russia's stupid if they attack. That's all I got to say. Yeah, now we're banned from Russia, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 3D specs anyway. All right. Uh, classic Jake, what topic do you want to go to next? Uh, let's talk about the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers trailer. Alright, not a 3D oh, movie, uh... but it's both 3D and 2D animated, so it's just like, what the hell? And live action. And live action. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. And, uh, and parents, this uh, trailer is uh, completely inappropriate for children, just as I'm sure this movie is, and God bless them, I can't wait. To just sit on the couch with a bong and and just toke away while basking in this movie. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about this movie on the Patreon podcast um, because I definitely want to see this. And when it comes to Disney Plus, because this is yeah. a weird movie, I could never imagine this kind of movie for Chip and Dale. This is like really uh, Disney going out of the minds kind what, of thing. Uh, what yeah. completely sold me that I have to see this. Is the little reference to the Cats musical looked better <laughs> than the Cats musical? Yeah, that made the joke even funnier. <laughs> and this came out of nowhere. Like I had no idea the yeah. Chippendale movie coming out at all. <laughs> why does it need Seth Rogen though? Why does it need Seth Rogen? I like Seth Rogen, but why does he need to be here? So well, okay. I love the way he delivered that. My eyes are looking right at you, and they're not even moving. All right, just in case you haven't seen this trailer, it is a self-aware trailer that uh, assumes you remember the Chippendales cartoon from the 80s, 90s? Um, yeah. And then this is like a sequel of that, but the Chippendales are actually still cartoon characters that live in the real world, just like Roger Rabbit. And Roger Rabbit's if in this movie, just like, whoa! <laughs> what, what if it's yeah. actually the original? guy yeah well chip and dale is one of those characters are those characters they've been rebooted chip rescue rangers is a reboot of them yeah i mean their whole i mean there's two 
three generations of kids have grown up with Chip and Dale. I mean, and everybody who created them have passed on. I mean, they're the ultimate recycled characters in pop, modern pop culture. Uh, and then, of course, the, the, they actually have different styles, like Jacob said. Some of them are in CG, and some of them mm-hmm. are in uh, 3D or not 2D kind of look. Um, mm-hmm. And it actually looks really decent 2D. It looks a whole lot better than that stupid. Oh Jerry yeah, movie. No. ah, and and they they blend 2D and 3D animation together perfectly. It looks way better than that stupid um, uh, Tom and Jerry movie from last year. It's <laughs> uh, Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is everything Space Jam wished it could be. Yeah. Um, I grew up watching these the cartoons in the late eighties, nineties, and I really liked them. So, oh, uh, me too. Um, yeah, it, it was kind of like a sequel to a, a top spin or tail spin as well, kind of thing, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it was all in that same universe, and there was like Darkwing Duck, and there was Ducktales and Tailspin. Yeah, yeah, really good animation. So, cartoon heads, it was a time. And then just a couple of years later, we got Animaniacs and uh, Freakazoid and... Pinky and the Brain. Brain. Yeah, it was part of the revival of really good animation, good cartoons, and really fun stuff. So... Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so crazy we had to talk about it. I I mean, it's just like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's technically on the subject of our podcast, 3D. It's 3D and 2D. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's Disney making fun of themselves. And this looks like a fun thing. It looks like basically they got the writers of Free Guy to help make this or something, you know? <laughs> um, it looks cool. It looks there definitely a lot of fun. Um, yep. Can't wait. All right. Uh, let's keep going here. We got some m- movie news, which is old news. But, you know, we, we, I think we're going to get the Mario trailer soon. So... We're just going to talk about it now. Um, so Donkey Kong is going to be in the Super Mario Brothers movie, but he's going to also get a Donkey Kong movie, um, which is interesting because they could go several ways with this. Um, what do you guys think of Donkey Kong movie? movie. Eh. Just, just like any other Illumination film. Eh. Um, is it, I guess, going to be based on Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong Arcade Game? Uh, it's going to be Donkey Kong Country based on the model work. It, it can't be the game, the original arcade game. Would it have the DK rap? <laughs> Let's not talk about the DK rap. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. It's a little bit weird because Donkey Kong, Kong. is like borderline racist. <laughs> borderline. Um, on the, the the different kind of uh, Donkey Kong Country and how they're all kind of into rap and stuff. And it's just like, um, <laughs> not a good way of doing that. But, and, and, you know, there was, I think they weren't trying to be bad, but it kind of, that's, that's going to be something they have to think about when they're making this movie, how they're going to really do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it aged like milk. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, Donkey Kong, hey, you know, cool. I guess they'll have a reference to, um, the original arcade game, because they have to, and they could have Mario, Chris Pratt, you know, come in, um, for a line or two. We'll see. Hey, after seeing House of Gucci, they should just let Jared Leto, uh, do Mario. (laughs) (laughs) 
and it, Seth Rogen is something that is always going to be weird to me seeing a PG Seth Rogen because I'm so used to his R-rated stuff. Oh, I mean, he was fine in Monsters vs. Aliens and the Kung Fu Panda movies. Yeah. I just I just hear his voice and I think adult situations, so it's kind of... I mean, <laughs> I, just, I just don't want Donkey Kong going like, <laughs> you know, that laugh he does. I don't want Donkey Kong to have smoking weed jokes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Diddy, have you seen the bong? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting to see where that might go. Um, it's it's interest, also interesting that they have a lot of confidence that they're willing to announce that. Uh, even before the release of the movie, Mario Brothers, um, that you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a spinoff already. And, you know, okay. I mean... Donkey Kong is well known. I think they're yeah. trying anything to get change the conversation from "We hate Chris Pratt." <laughs> I was really expecting that doc- that Mario trailer to come up any day now, and especially for like the big game, which didn't happen. So I don't know when that's going to come out, but th- I assume it's going to be maybe maybe E three maybe this year maybe. Th- uh, I'd I'd say it'd be attached to Minions two if it ever comes out. Oh yeah. Well, okay, usually they have um, like E3 in June, right, Jacob? Yeah, yeah, usually around my birthday. So that's when they usually have the big expo, and um, and Nintendo usually has big announcements on their own Nintendo Direct. That would be a great way of doing that, starting off the show with that, and then having a Zelda trailer after that and just keep going. But yeah, that would definitely be a lot of news. I, I totally expect that to be on top of uh, with Minions, when they're supposed to release on July 1st. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Classic Jake, what do you want to talk about next? Okay, let's talk about Lightyear. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, I've I've never been one of these car- people that the same person has to vo- do the voice all the time. Uh, especially since, I don't know, uh, I got used to another actor doing the animated Buzz Lightyear, so... Uh, you might remember him from the original run of the tick. Um, so uh, with uh, with Chris Evans uh, now doing uh, the voice, I actually like it better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't agree with Tim Allen's politics, but I, I do like his him as an actor. And I think he does. Uh-huh. Galaxy Quest is he sh- knocked it out of the park. That's an incredible movie. Incredible yeah. performances all around. Um, You'll always have that in the in the Santa Claus. I mean, I love let's Home not talk about the sequels. Let's not talk about the sequels, though. Home Improvement was bad. a great show back in the nineties. I really love Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, could, I never saw it. You could disagree with him, good. but still like his performances and stuff. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people of politics I disagree with, and I like their. It's like I don't agree with the John, the the late John Wayne, and a lot of his politics, but I enjoy his movies. Uh, Clint Eastwood. And, you know, you could always, it's an easy fix. Like, you know, Buzz Lightyear was the na- the voice of the toy in Toy Story movies. This is but mm-hmm. Lightyear, the actual person that the toy is based on. It could be two different voices. That's okay. Yeah. That is like if maybe, you wanted... maybe the Tim Allen voice was like a voice actor for the toy. Yeah. And it could be, and instead of trying to jump through continuity, just go, one is an eight. They wanted an A-lister for the cartoon, for the new mo- animated movie, because uh, Chris Evans will sell a lot more toys today than Tim Allen. Yeah, I mean that's the harsh reality. 
Um, now this movie, it looks really cool. Like it looks like they're got stuck on a planet and they're trying to get off of it. And there's an alien that's like a lizard, like a, a tentacle alien, and um, they're trying to get through the sun somehow. I don't know what's really going on, but I'm into it. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes out on my birthday, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, and it looks like they took some um, style cues from the animated um, Saturday morning show they did. I've heard good things about that show. I haven't watched it. Yeah, it is. It is pretty good. A lot at the time, a lot of people criticized it for being two D animation, and they just exasperatedly said, "Look, we couldn't we couldn't afford to do it in three D. Not have any quanti- quality." They said it, they said it would look like reboot. <laughs> yeah, um, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, that animated show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard good things about it, and I, you think any of those characters would be here? Or no, I think of, I would think some of them would pop up because uh, Zerg is in the design. movie clearly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and some of his um, companions there were really strong character designs. I, I like the robotic cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. And being that they're voiced, you know, that could be easy to to get those voice actors to come back. You know, <laughs> so we may ha- see them in this trailer, or we may see them actually in the movie. But yeah, I think this is definitely has potential, and I think it looks like a lot of fun. And you know, I guess space is a new thing right now. And there's like uh, TV shows and stuff about space, and I'm game. Like, space usually looks well, great in 3D. Space has been a thing since we went walked on the moon. Well, you know what I'm saying that it's coming back. Like it's it's becoming mm-hmm. more popular again. Yeah, well, it kind of cycles when. Um... It depends on which party's in power, because one party uh, is into funding space exploration and the other one isn't. And now we got billionaires going into space for fun, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, that picture with the with the Tesla in space is just like I can't believe that actually is real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if someone showed you that picture thirty years ago, you'd be like, whatever. That's science fiction you know it's good cg yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i would go yeah uh, tesla's dead and left no heirs yeah all right um let's keep going here uh jacob what do you want to talk about next um let's uh talk about chris pratt's italian accent or lack thereof so Mm -hmm. yeah um i'm glad this is not happening that's it's just a smart move just don't do that just don't I just, I really, I really wish they would fire him and just use Charles Martinet for the voice. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I understand why they're thinking about it, but it's, it's a smart move to just not try this. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, does that mean he's going to do an Italian accent for Garfield now? Is that that the trade off? (laughs) Um, I'm like, I'm like, why? I mean, why Chris Pratt, first of yeah, all? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I mean, I, it, you know, it's one thing about, I, I got to listen to it. I got to hear it. I got, you know, I'm waiting for that trailer. But, um, you know, it's just one of those things where the there's been a lot of cartoons of Mario, and they're all super corny, super lame, and but fun um, in their own way. Um, the Super Mario Super Show was kind of a classic kind of trash at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that was a lot of stereotypes of Italian stuff, and 
I mean, a lot of Mario stuff is stereotypes, but it's, you know, I, I think, I don't think people get mad about it. I think they're like, it's just fun. They're not trying to be serious. And then, you know, there's a couple of games where he goes to space. You know, who cares? <laughs> it's just. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not the Sopranos or something like that. Yeah. And of course, there's the culture aspects that, um, you know, Japanese people have made th- certain things. They're not as sensitive to our kind of stereotypes and what we consider offensive and I don't think they think about it that way so it's different culture there but I don't think they never meant it to be mean-spirited I think they're just kind of having fun so I never got upset about it and I don't I don't think any Italians really care either um but I'm not gonna speak for all the Italian people but from what I've hear from people and I wouldn't and you're not speaking for all the Japanese either because I used to live in Japan, trust me. They got their share of racists like everybody else. Yeah. We, we just, we gotta see this trailer soon, because it, it's just gonna... I, I, I'm wondering what the hell the plot is. Um, what's gonna happen. It can't, it can't just be Princess gets captured again. That can't be the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> so It has to be. <laughs> it needs to be. Alright, uh, we're just going to cut through this fast, because we got other stuff. Um, Classic Jake, what do you want to talk about next? Yes, let's talk about the Doctor Strange uh, multi- Multiverse of Madness. I don't know why I keep wanting to say Multitude of Madness. Well, we got a Multitude of Madness on this trailer. It delivered. Uh, yeah. I mean, we know... Uh, uh, we we know probably almost every shot we saw in this trailer is doctored from what's going to be in the movie. There'll probably be different actors in some scenes and different backgrounds with dialogue, different dialogue. I mean, uh, they're getting pretty good at covering at at, at keeping secrets, and because um, uh, the internet's kind of driven them to it, I guess. Uh, I'm wondering uh, how far they're going to go with this until we get another lawsuit about because um, I'm sure you guys have heard about the, um, the about this lawsuit about the yesterday movie and and, and these uh, false advertising of being in the movie. Uh, no. I don't yeah. even know what the yesterday movie is. Uh, it's this movie. It's this. Um, Fantasy oh, movie the that movie? the Beatles, yeah, where the Beatles are yeah. forgotten and this guy performs their songs. Uh, it's an okay movie. It's not great. It's uh... yeah, and um, the trailer has a has a scene in it that's not in the movie and an actress listed who's not in the movie either. And somebody's doing about it. On the on one hand, it seems very frivolous, but a lot of people don't weren't around when actors used to sell their names to be accredited in movies that they never appeared in. George, um, uh, Zuko is probably the most famous to, to do this and keep his union card. So I guess it's, inter- it's I guess it's different because if you're purposely, you know, you don't want to give away the movie. You don't want to spoil the entire movie here, but you don't, you know, misleading the public. People kind of understand that to a degree. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they don't want the whole thing to be spoiled, so that got changed. You know, the Hulk thing from Avengers Infinity War, where Hulk is running toward the screen, that's not in the movie. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not mad about that. You know, and it, some people get mad about it, but I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not mad about it either. I'm just wondering how far uh, 
they're gonna it's gonna get pushed until there is a until you are in a, entering a false advertising space. So this trailer has the voice of Sir Patrick Stewart, and it's a pretty safe to assume. Oh, he's replaying Professor Xavier again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If he turns out to be uh, playing Ralph Boner, I think there's going to be rioting in the streets. Um, I think Marvel knows what it's doing. They they know how to tease people to get people riled up for a trailer, and um, I I kind of find it amazing that they're able to do it again because um, Spider Man was so huge, and now this is so huge. It's like how. How you know how many times can the the people that do the trailers gotta be, get paid big bucks because they are just hitting it out of the park? And this trailer is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Well, cutting trailers is a special kind of editing, you know. Yes. Yeah. Not that. Yeah, they usually give it to the interns, and they put out either masterpieces and then go on to become some of the greatest film cutters of all time, or they. Uh, Movies they, bomb because of them. Or or they cut Suicide Squad. Squad. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the visual design here of, like, there's a part where Dr. Strange is becoming parts of Cube in his face. It's like, what the hell is going on there? But I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi's visual is. stand is all over uh-huh. this. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's got his nice little ash, that little tunnel shot. He's yeah. using that. I mean, it's... It just looks beautiful. I can't wait. But I mean, like, but all the rumors, though, I, I don't know if, because people are saying Daniel Radcliffe's going to be Wolverine and Deadpool's going to be in it and Tom Cruise's Iron Man is going to be in it. I can't wait to see it to see if any of this is true. I mean, everyone was hoping for the Spider-Man and that happened. Um, so I don't know how much part of it. Well, part of it happened. Uh, some of it they they tried to pull off and couldn't, like getting Emma Stone and some other actors because of COVID restrictions. And yeah, now this movie looks like it's a really also another huge Marvel movie. Now, Jacob, I think you're really going to need to watch What If, um, because you might and Loki because I think they're going to reference those shows a lot. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> because I it- think you're going to be lost. Because I don't know if you realized how many times Kang the Conqueror popped up in that uh, trailer. Yeah. Oh, and we don't know which Kangs they are. And I think you need to understand what that sentence just meant. Yeah. Right. And uh, what if is a lot of fun. And there was like <laughs> a, a couple of seconds where he turned animated and going through a different dimension. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah. cool. So this is going to be really interesting. And. Um, I'm super pumped for it. I mean, Doctor Strange had some incredible 3D, and it was a lot of fun, and they really have a way to capture the psychedelic nature of Doctor Strange, and they finally could really do that on screen, and it's one of those amazing things that you would think it would be too weird, but it's not too weird anymore, and people were ready for it, and this is awesome. This looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a sec- and more trailers. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, I'll accept more trailers, but but I'm with you. I'm good, too. Oh, and WandaVision. Yeah, if you didn't watch WandaVision, you're screwed. <laughs> oh, I've, I've watched WandaVision. I've watched Falcon and the uh, Winter Soldier. Just saying, for anyone else watching at home who hasn't watched those shows, 
Um, you definitely probably want to watch them before you watch this movie. Um, they're all on Disney Plus, and they're all pretty easy to watch. Um, some better than others, but they're not like I think they're all less than thirteen episodes, so you can get through them pretty quickly. And some of them are like thirty minute episodes, so they go by mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. So yeah, Doctor Strange looks awesome and guaranteed three D. So that's got to be something I can't. You know, I hope I can get that in IMAX three D because that's going to look awesome. Yeah. So, classic Jake, you're mentioning to me about the Foo Fighters and VR during the big game. What is this about? I don't. I didn't watch the game. Okay, so. uh, I didn't either. But the Foo Fighters had a VR uh, concert instead of a halftime thing running counter. They ran, did it after the game. Unfortunately, I could not log on. Gee, thanks, Facebook. Meta. <laughs> yeah. No, they have to show me. They haven't showed me their uh, their paperwork yet that says their name change has been authorized and a birth certificate yet. So they can't change their name. Rules are rules. Um, I guess the Foo Fight. I guess the Meta. Actually, I remember reading a story about it that they lost billions changing the name. So it's a lot of change there. But um, I'm definitely glad there's VR there and Foo Fighters are, I guess, having a little renaissance right now with their movie and now this. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I think their movie is bombed, but who cares? <laughs> oh, it hasn't even released yet. Oh, it hasn't yet? Okay. No. Um, what was the title of that movie? Studio 666? Studio 666. Yeah, I thought it was some sort of, like, Fathom event like Bruce Springsteen's movie was. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the big game. I was hoping that we'll get more trailers for the big game. Um, we can't say the two words together because trademark infringement issues and, uh... The superb mm-hmm. owl. Superb owl! Um, because they actually sued, uh, the, uh, a church. I don't know if you heard that, where they sued a church because they had a watch party at the church. And it was the local team, and... The football association sued the church, or did a cease and desist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't care that our players beat women to death with their bare hands, but oh, by means a church can't uh, use our name uh, to tell people to come watch our game at their church. So that's why nobody says the word super and the other word ball together. Unless they're completely signed with the NFL, because if you do, they could get on you and sue you and have a cease and desist, and they could, you know, they're trademarked that, and that is, they make billions off of that, so they need to have that trademarked, so we can't say those two words that way. <laughs> well, well. Anyway, so, uh, Jacob, did you play with this either, or no? Oh, I don't have VR. Okay, well, I guess we'll just move on then. Um, so, we got some Star Trek news again. <laughs> the will they, won't they with Star Trek Four? It's come back from the dead. Yeah, yeah, it's now, it's a new round of will they, won't they. <laughs> and well, it actually has a release date, so they have to start filming this thing right away. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, coming out on December 22nd, 23. So that's next year, next next Christmas, and it's gonna have the J.J. Abrams verse, and um, a lot of the people that worked on WandaVision are there working on it. So I'm game for more Star Trek 
Um, I I really love Beyond. I think Beyond is a great movie. I just mm-hmm. I want to know who's going to direct it. Like, because is it Noah Hawley? Is it going to be Tarantino? Like, who's directing it? Mm-hmm. Not Tarantino. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> I guess his Star Trek is DOA now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the rumors for that one, he was saying that that was going to be like a gangster movie. Which is like, ugh, really? Like, you know how they had a, the original epi- the series had a gangster yeah. episode? A piece of the action. So they're going to just recopy that, make it different, and have time travel. And it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know if I really want that. Um, but, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for more J.J. Abrams' um, Star Trek. I, I, I do like these movies. I do really like the cast here. So, I'm game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they're at least not going to have Chris Pine here, and I'm totally fine with that. People are like, oh, they're going to have a movie with the dad come back, and it's like, I don't care. I, you know, I, I want to see Star Trek. I want to see, you know, new civilizations, new worlds, boldly going where no one has gone before. Uh, you know, that's what I want to see in Star Trek. So I don't want to see drama with the daddy stuff. So, um do you have you guys have any aliens from Star Trek verse that you want to see here in this movie? Um, since it's a different universe, you could have different aliens visit. The oh, well, I would love to see an update of the Andorians. I just I want the tr- the uh, oh god what are those little furry things called truffles tribbles tribbles that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to see updated oh, oh, yeah. tribbles. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely would love to, if they're going to play around with this and have a toy different kind of universe, have them fight the Borg. Why not? Let's see how that works. <laughs> yeah, bring the Borg in earlier. Because that's a whole different, you know, thing there where, or have the Gorn, you know, the, the Gorn was only in one episode, the lizard people that fought Kirk. Yeah. No, but I think the Borg would be a great idea. Well, if J, if J.J. Abrams ends up directing, he's just going to take Star Trek 4 and it's just going to be about whales except the whales are going to find the humans to save the future of the universe or something. Hey, I like the whales movie. That's fun. Movie. Oh, yeah, I do too. It's like one of my favorites. It's just J.J. Abrams is just like, oh, it's not going to be Star Trek 4 and it's going to be Star Trek 4. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think J.J. is just doing the production, helping that with uh, um, Paramount. They're not. I, I don't think he's actually touching it. I think he's leaving it alone. So, well, may, maybe they'll get Justin Lin back. Yeah, it's a possibility. But I mean, or I, Simon I, or Simon Pegg could direct it. <laughs> so Matt Shankman is the the director, and oh. he he did Game of Thrones and One Division. Yeah. Okay. I. I was going to joke they could get Edgar Wright, and they, we might see it in 10 years. But lately, he's been pumping out prod, uh, movies, and, I mean, he did a documentary, he did a horror film, and he shot a concert movie, all in less time than he worked on Ant-Man. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I definitely think uh, WandaVision is one of the best TV shows in a long time. Um, so mm-hmm. if he directed that, I have complete faith in him. <laughs> well, uh, hey, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Hitchcock shot much of Psycho using the crew from the TV show The Outer Limits, yeah. as well as his own TV um, crew on his TV show. Um, so, you know, we don't have to have aliens that we've seen before. Um, you know, we mentioned the Borg just for fun. I definitely just want them to have something different. That's fun. And, yeah. um... How are they going to continue the story from beyond? 
I don't know. Um, I hope so, but I don't think so. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, do they recast uh, Chekhov? I don't think they should. I think they just move on. No. Yeah. Actually, I think they should. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Because the character existed before, uh, and if Hollywood, uh, if you every time an actor dies, they they bury the character. You're all you're going to do is create a situation where they can negotiate so horrible. They're like going, if I quit, uh, the whole fan base is going to go with me. You know, you don't want to create that with your legacy characters. I mean, I love, I love, you know, great actor. Uh, he was not the, he was not the only actor to play Chekhov. He didn't create Chekhov. Uh, and the and the character should live on. Now, um, we do have a new character in uh, Jahala um, in Star Trek Beyond. Is she going to stay still be part of the crew, or, or she's going to be gone? I, I, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you remember the Star Trek the animated series, uh, which also didn't have which didn't have the character Chekhov, they replaced him with an alien and. That character never appeared in the later movies. I mean, I definitely would be game for that. Okay, mm-hmm. go, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Just to go ahead and have those aliens from the animated series join aboard. Awesome. And mm-hmm. if they want to take an animated series episode, get, yes, because some of those episodes uh-huh. are pretty cool. Yeah, there's some great episodes in that anime that would be perfect to update for a movie or or to put on the newer shows. So I'm definitely game for that. Yeah, they had an alien um, that has like three arms, um, replace mm-hmm. Chekhov, and that that could just be how they do it. And that okay, Chekhov got went to a different ship or something. Yeah, you know? he just yeah, exactly. Uh, he um, transferred, and that's normal. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, give it a normal thing. Don't just don't kill the character off. You know. Yeah. So. Um, as long as they don't make it super slow and boring like the first Star Trek movie, I'm 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 willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe the same man who directed uh, the day the Earth stood still directed that. I mean, it's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful movie. I I don't give I give it credit for there, but oh my god, that movie drags. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that movie's an hour too long. Yeah, it's still a decent movie though. Yeah, it's. Well, Robert Wise is a great director. Uh, I imagine he had a lot of suit interference. Well, I mean, they they were trying to make the movie for like $15 million, and they had the effects crew, and it just screwed up, and they just had to get uh, somebody else, and they had to rush it and triple the budget. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting, now, here's an interesting thing that um, is right now – Paramount is having like a Star Trek renaissance and they're having a bunch of shows happening and um, one of the new shows that hasn't premiered yet but it plans to premiere this year um, is Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Now Strange New Worlds, just in case you don't know, is starring Christopher Pike and is before Kirk on the Enterprise and they introduced those characters um, this Christopher Pike on Discovery so that could be a fun thing if they want to play with the different dimensions and jump back to, you know, the canon Star Trek and have that Pike there and have that. Mm-hmm. That could be a fun thing. And hell, yeah. Mirror Universe, hell yeah, give me some of that, too. Yeah, 
and I'm wondering if we're going to get to see uh, Robert April. Yeah, Robert April has been one of those characters that you know we know about, but we haven't seen. But um, yeah, exactly. But Strange New Worlds. He's the legendary first captain of the Enterprise. Yeah, so Strange New Worlds definitely has potential. If you want to do a crossover with the movie, hell yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be interesting. And they're, I think they're filming season two already, so they could get those actors to jump on board to do some stuff for the movie pretty easily, I think. And it's set in that time frame, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's set before, but it's set in the Prime universe before instead of the JJ universe now or whatever. So... That would be a fun way of doing things. Um, I, I think there's a, been everyone's been talking about or thinking about a potential next generation reboot. Do they travel in time and show us that? That would be kind of interesting. Or would the or would the or would it be next generation in the uh, JJ verse? Yeah, um, I mean, there's a different a lot of aliens that are in the TV shows, like the Dominion and for Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. That you know, Deep Space Nine never got a movie, what they should have, um, but they. That would have been interesting to put in there. That could, you know, okay, they meet them now. Sure, go for it. Um, I mean, the Cardassians are evil shit. <laughs> you give it to them, yeah. Oh, yeah, just a, yeah, make them the villain of the next Star Trek. I just want to see the, just the tweets from Kanye. I mean, I, I, I love Garrick. Garrick is one of the best damn characters in Star Trek, uh, Deep Space Nine. Um, but yeah, we could geek out in Star Trek forever, and uh, we actually have like a super long Star Trek podcast that's on Patreon that we, we did like a year ago, <laughs> last time we had news, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they have a release date, so they gotta get going to start filming this stuff. Um, so we'll see how that works out, but I'm, I'm a definitely game, I'm definitely interested. Um, a year and change away is, is pretty fast for a movie, and... They're just announcing it now, so they haven't done special effects or anything, but I guess maybe having Paramount there making the other shows has given them a lot of money, and they're flush with knowing how to make Star Trek go fast. So or, uh, They've already been working on it, and nobody's really noticed because they got so many Star Trek shows going. Yeah? Mm-mm. I mean, um, season two of Picard is going to be out this, I think, next month, or this, this upcoming month, or pretty soon, and that has Q, and that's a whole time travel plot. Maybe Picard jumps over and, you know, because of Q shenanigans, you know, maybe Q can be part of this. I don't know. You know, go crazy. Go have some fun. Have, you know, you don't have to have aliens that you already had. But if you want to, go for it. Just have fun. Um, oh, and having fun. Here's a segue to a bit of news. Uh, this is going to be awkward to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything. But it's too good to not share. Uh if you've been watching Peacemaker on yes. Uh, yes. the finale, Marvel helped DC out with the finale. Yeah, I mean, well, DC and helped... Uh, yeah, and they've uh, been back Marvel. and forth helping with uh, in-credit scenes. as kind of So there's no rivalry between these uh, film studios. Now let's just spread that to the fandoms. And uh, James Cameron, or not James Cameron, um, yeah, Gunn, Gunn has proven I completely trust him for anything he wants to do. Um, I, I I love the Suicide Squad. I love the Peacemaker TV show. Um, uh, Guardians 1 is great. Guardians 2 is not as good, but still very good. Um, so, yeah, definitely give him 
Total uh, faith. I, I think you mean better than Guardians 1. <laughs> oh, that's a different discussion. But there's both very good movies, if not great. Um, we'll leave it at that for now. Mm. But yeah, uh, James Gunn has my total faith in any movies, TV shows that they want to do with comic book characters. He knows how to do it. He does He does it well. And mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, and I want to know why he's not the one who's going to be doing the Hollywood reboot of the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess talking about superheroes, we got one kind of weird story that apparently Endgame is going to be the quote-unquote last Avengers movie. What are you guys' thoughts of that? Uh, I, I think that's bull hockey, but I mean... It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 as, it's as truthful as that Andrew Garfield is not going to appear in the last Spider-Man movie. Yeah. I mean, in the way they could spin it and be like, well, you know, the Avengers that we know and love, you know, which is true because Iron Man is dead and uh, Hulk spoilers. <laughs> yeah, uh, Black Widow's dead. Spoilers. Uh, yeah. Captain America is not the same Captain America. Spoilers. America. Spoilers. So they think he's dead, even though he's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a different team, and we're going to have a whole different Hawkeye too. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting how that works out. But I mean, mm-hmm. they, they ha- they're already planning the new Avengers with the kids and stuff. So that, you know, if they want to have... Yeah, those are the... Uh, we're going to probably have um, new West Coast... We might have East Coast, West Coast Avengers. You know, obviously the new Avengers with the kids, it's probably fine. You know, Wanda will have her kids at the end of... Potentially at the end of um, Doctor Strange 2. Um, and those kids could grow up and be part of the new Avengers and with new Hawkeye and... She-Hulk, maybe? I don't know. The, you know or they join the Young Avengers. Young Avengers, that way, too, yeah. There's a lot of different possibilities here. Um, but And we still don't even know what they're going to do with the X-Men, or what the X-Men are going to even be called, because they've been talking about giving them a name change. And I hope it's more imaginative than the mutants, but it is what it is. The new mutants, by any chance? <laughs> oh God, no! That's even worse. <laughs> even worse. No, no, no. Uh. What about the eternal inhuman mutants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so the last story here is a video game story. Now this story has blown up in a way that I was not expecting to. Um, now classic Jake is not going to have that much to input here, but Jacob, you're going to have a lot to input here. Um, yes. So Nintendo announced this week that the 3DS and Wii U eShop stores will go down. And they have a specific date and time for stuff. So um, on the, uh, the dates here, May 23rd, of um, after that, you can't put eShop cards on the uh, thing. And then March 2023 is when uh, the both services will end. And that basically means that um, 1,700 or so games would be lost forever. A lot of these games and DLC will ne- don't never came out on a physical release, so you may never get them again. And people are pissed about this story. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I understand why people are pissed, but I also kind of like, well, this is what Nintendo always does. Um, yeah, I mean... The, the 3DS and the Wii U have been out for 10 years plus. So, I mean, it makes sense. And, the, you know, they do away with the DSi, you know, shop. They did away with the Wii shop. 
It's just what they do after a certain amount of time. So I understand, you know, business side, it makes sense. Yeah, the Switch is making tons of money, but, you know, 3DS is probably dead. It's been dead for a couple of years, basically. So yeah. I think we've been kind of spoiled and having it be this long. I would have expected yeah. this two years ago. <laughs> um, yeah. So having another year and having a few months to buy stuff, okay. Um, but I mean, maybe maybe the gamers are going to be something like what they did with the PlayStation 3 and the Vita. is like, well, we're going to shut it down. It's like, no, don't do it. We still use it. And then they're like, well, we're going to change our mind, but not Nintendo. And you know, the 3DS has a lot of 3D content that is going to be lost forever. Um, yeah, 3D games and 3D videos, um, mm-hmm. and applications for 3D stuff too. So, and that 3D is st- without glasses, and um, so this is gonna g- segue really well into our listener mail, which we got from our patron. Uh, he asked, "What 3DS games, digital only, do you recommend?" Uh, Jacob, I'll let you go ahead and get started there. Okay. Uh- <laughs> It's not going to be a whole lot. Like, I don't have a whole lot on my system. And I don't, I don't know. Like, a lot of the other games uh, that some of them have listed, uh, it, it didn't really look interesting to me. Although, and Pycross just wasn't really my thing. But one of my favorites is Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in 3D. Oh, yeah. Boy, is that amazing. Yeah, that's going to be something I, I already mentioned. Is that Sega has done a lot of classic games in 3D. And they play better than they did before, and they look gorgeous in 3D. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Mario only did six games total for, like, their 3D Classics line, whereas Sonic did, or uh, Sega did around over two dozen. And uh, I hate to use this joke, but Sega does what Nintendo don't, which is ironic on a Nintendo console. Yeah, and the 3D Classics line is pretty crappy compared to the Sega 3D Classics line. Yeah, I mean, like, Excitebike was, like, really the only one that I was excited for, that it's it actually did something different, and the 3D was really good. But, yeah, other of the other games, it's just like, eh, I really don't care about Twin B or Xevious. Uh, Kirby didn't really look like it would add much, so... Well, yeah. uh, okay, Kirby doesn't add much because the 3D is nice, but they actually fix the frame rate and make it right, yeah. so that's actually nice to play, nicer to play in the 3D version than the original NES version. So I yeah. give them credit there. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of these games that are just going to be gone, you know. And that's right. That's, unfortunately, that's part of the video game business. Is you know a lot of games stuff goes away. And they're gone forever. So get your 3DS right now and start downloading these games and have backups, you know, on your computer. So that way, if the 3DS fails, you could go back to the backup. Um, right. So, yeah, there's a lot of these games. Um, I'm just going to go through like a list here. Pushmo. Um, it's like a really fun puzzle game where you push and pull the background. And you, it actually really helps the 3D because you're pulling it and you can see the depth there. Um huh. Shovel Knight is is great. I think I think it got a uh, physical release, but I don't remember it if it did. has. Yes, on a lot of consoles, <laughs> but it wasn't actually in 3D though. It was. It was okay. Um, I, I reviewed that. I, uh, that was like the first second, first game I reviewed on the website. Oh, okay. That's kind of surprising. Um, and it looks great in 3D, and it, that's such a uh, awesome value for what that is. They gave you so much content. 
Um, Steam World Dig is so addicting and fun. It's the you know 3D is nice in that, but not great. Shantae. Yeah, Shantae got a uh, a physical release, but not on the 3DS. But Steam World did. Yeah, uh, Shantae Pirate Curse looks beautiful in 3D. Um, now this next game is not beautiful in 3D, but it's a lot of fun to play on the 3DS. Is V V V V V V V. What the heck is that? Um, it's like a, a a maze kind of thing where you're running around and there's a lot of traps and like you just have to have a lot of platforming. It, it's it's fun. It's kind of like Super Meat Boy, but kind of okay. like that. Um, now here's an interesting one. Um, that's very much going to be gone forever because Nintendo has not redone this. Is a badge arcade. <laughs> so I have I have badge arcade. Uh, I rarely play it, but I do have it. This is a crane game that you play, and you could play for free or pay money for, and um, you could get badges which you could put on your home screen, and um, the badges have Nintendo characters and graphics and such. Yeah. So. Um, that badge arcade is is interesting because you can't really do custom themes on your Switch or anything else. So right, um, like you said, the 3D Sega games are awesome. Gunstar Heroes is beautiful in 3D. Mm. All uh, Streets of Rage one and two, yeah, Chef's Kiss. Um, there's a not a great 3D, but great game and great idea. It's Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. It's really weird, but it's cool. Yeah. So this baseball game, you have DLC, but you haggle your way to a different price than what he tells you. Huh. So the DLC is going to be gone forever. So if you don't play through this game, get all the DLC, you, know, you can't play it. You have to you know, buy stuff. And um, it's a really interesting concept for a game. Now, some more obscure stuff. Um, the Dempa Men, they came by Wave. This is a really weird game. <laughs> Never heard of that. So you take your 3DS outside, and you point your 3DS a- around, and then you see these magical things in there uh, around in the real world that you see on your screen, and you can catch those things. Uh, that almost sounds like uh, the AR Raiders game, or Air Raiders, whatever it's called. Yeah, so this was like a, almost like a proto-Pokemon um, Go and but then the creatures that you could get are called Dempa Men, and they like help you in RPG. So it's really weird. <laughs> but I mean, it's really like a, you know a proto or um, Pokemon Go kind of thing, and it's really out there. <laughs> um, the fluidity game is is fun on the 3DS. I don't think they did much on the 3D there. Um, now for the new 3DS system, the Super Nintendo games. Now you I can, didn't know they had the because uh, I, I don't have a new 3DS. I have the OG 3DS. So on the Super so on the on 3DS new 3DS, you have the Virtual Console Super Nintendo games and how they ported them on the 3DS, um they have the original aspect ratio, so it is absolutely gorgeous to play on the 3DS and the 3DS has the same button layout as the the Super Nintendo, so it plays really well, and it's beautiful to play those Super Nintendo games on there. It's the best way, I think, to play Super Nintendo games. Um, like, what games do they have on there? Like, the best. Like, you know, Metroid, uh, Super Metroid, um, Link to the Past, Super Mario World. Um, they have and some they're games. in 3D? No, they're not in 3D, but they play oh. um, perfectly well. Like the, the visual is exactly 
to how the game was meant to be. Like how we talked about the IMAX, um, the aspect okay. ratio is perfect, and it looks so crisp and clean on the 3DS. Those games, you know, there yes, there are other versions, or places where you could buy Super Nintendo games. You know, you have Super Nintendo Classic, you have the you know the Wii U or Wii Virtual Console, but they play so well on the new 3DS. Yeah. Now this one here is an application, not a game, um, called Colors 3D. Never heard of that. So Colors 3D lets you draw and make like paintings in 3D. Hmm. And um, you could you make, and it's really easy to use. Um, you could actually play with five different layers of 3D. Nice. So two layers of pop, one mid-ground, and two background. That sounds like fun. And it's really easy to use, and there's like art galleries where people have like worked hundreds of hours to make these beautiful things. Um, and you could just download some of those art to your system. I definitely recommend it. You know, I hate to quote-unquote steel but it's kind of it's not you know it's meant to be shared you know it's a, a share to play kind of thing where you could just go and download these art and the you know that art is 3d it is beautiful and it's something that is going to be gone forever because even if you have this art you can save it you know it's not going to work in 3d unless you have some kind of system outside of the 3s you know in the future but it's beautiful art that people have made and it has a lot of potential and it's it's quite nice. It's Cutters 3D. It, I it's like ten bucks. It's, it's like seven bucks. It's super cheap. It's really great. It's easy to use. It's fun. Um, yeah, it's nice. Um, another game I reviewed, 80s Overdrive. Definitely recommend that. Um, it's an 80s style uh, racer, and the 3D looks great, and it has great soundtrack. Uh, oh. Gunman Clive One and Two are like shooters but like basic 2d shooters but they actually have cool 3d okay uh picost 3d2 ironically has really bad 3d (laughs) (laughs) but the gameplay is awesome (laughs) because picross has like it's like a box that you you know it's kind of like a um minesweeper combined with um um, like a paint by numbers type deal. Yeah, kind of like Minesweeper, paint by numbers, and um, Sudoku kind of combined together. And uh, oh, okay, Picross three D does that, but actually with three D shapes. And so it's <laughs> a lot of fun, and it's it just makes a lot more sense to do with three D shapes for me. I just I, I really I really wish I liked Picross because I tried it on the Switch, and I I just don't care for it. Yeah, the 2D Picross, I don't like. But 3D Picross, I love. A different gameplay style that makes more sense. And I think the Picross 3D 2 never came out physically in the US. So I think it's like 20 bucks. But it, you get a lot of game there. And I definitely recommend that. Um, Freaky Forms is a really weird game um, where you could like actually take make little creatures and share them. Um, it's really weird art style. It's fun out there. I mean, some of these games are out there, um, but they're, that's kind of the fun of it because you're not going to get these kind of games anywhere else. And some of them have great 3D, right. some of them don't. Like um, Tokyo Crash Mobs doesn't have great 3D, but it is a weird, weird game. Um, <laughs> so that game is like um, those like puzzle games that we have to match three. Right. 
but instead of matching like gems, you're matching people in a line. So it's like that's odd. So it's like these different kinds of um, Mortal Kombat kind of digitized people, and they're trying to get into line. It's like Zumo or um, with a little ball that you have to try to. Um, it, it, it's insane, but it's fun. Um, basic. Now, I did mention 3D videos. There's a lot of 3D videos on the 3DS that you download. Some of them cost money. Some of them don't. And some of them have great 3D. Some of them don't. But some of these things are going to be gone forever. So, you know, I got a 32 gig micro SD card and I still have like 12 gigs left. And that's after like seven years. (laughs) So you you could just get a 32 gig and you'll be set for life. If not, if you want to get bigger, then go for it. But yeah. Because um, like they have Pikmin shorts in 3D, which they made like two or three Pikmin shorts. Um, the 3D not that great, but it's okay. Um, Kid Icarus. There's Dinosaur Office. Dinosaur Office, which was part of Nintendo Video, but I think they, I don't think they can download those individually now. Yeah. Um, the Kid Icarus shorts. So whenever Kid Icarus game came out on 3DS, they had these videos on there. That you could like to promote the game, and some of them look really great in 3D and a lot of fun to watch. Um, and then they for the Zelda 25th anniversary, they had a lot of music where like they had the orchestra play and they filmed those things in 3D and they look beautiful. Oh, nice. And it's like a five minute scene of just you know the people playing their instruments, but it's beautiful in 3D and sounds great. Uh, some stuff that is not really 3D, but it's interesting is Game Boy games. Um, I yes. don't, there's a ton of Game Boy games here that who knows if Nintendo will re-release them again. I assume they will, but it might be a long time before. You know, it might be on Switch. It might be the next system. I don't know. I mean, they got Game Gear games on there, for God's sakes. Um, and like the Game Boy game, I got the original Tetris. And then like a year later... They delisted it because um, I think Ubisoft got the rights to Tetris and then EA got the rights to Tetris, so they took it off. So I have the original NEA, uh, original Game Boy Tetris that you can play on my 3DS, and that doesn't exist anymore. You can't buy it anymore. So Nice. There's some interesting stuff on there, the virtual console, that are definitely worth playing with. And like you said, the Sega stuff... The Sega, if you hack any of those games, it's definitely worth it. If, if you really want to dump into the the 3D collection, it is stunningly beautiful in 3D. And it's just like, oh my god. How do you... You don't want to play it in 2D after that. And they play <laughs> so well. It's just like... It's better than the arcade version. It's just beautiful and well done masterpieces of... Uh, like Sonic, is so, the layers of 3D... It plays mm-hmm. so fast. It's just beautiful. <laughs> it's it's a shame they only did the first two and they didn't go to three and Knuckles and especially 3D Blast. That would have been sweet. <laughs> have Sonic 3D Blast actually be in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's actually, um, a little bit sad that like Virtual Boy games never got released in 3DS. Yeah. So there's a lot. And there's some stuff that like got re-released on the 3DS that came out on DS, but then got really limited releases. Um, that the Dementium, which is this first-person horror game um, that came out like really late on the DS, and they came out and re-released on the 3DS 
And it's it's really cool. It's a first person horror game. Never heard of it. Um, Dementium the Ward, I think the name of it is. Um, there's, so there's a lot of interesting things there that is some stuff to avoid. You know, stuff that you get easily, like New Super Mario Brothers Two. It's easy to get, but it's not that great of a game, and it's not visually interesting um, in 3D. New Super Mario or uh, New Super Mario 3D Land looks yeah. great in 3D. Yeah, and um, the this Mario um, DLC for is gone. A lot of the DLC is interesting. That's going to be gone forever. So if you have some games already, yeah. you know, get the DLC now that you can. All right, with that, um, we'll drop leave this podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, Mr. Bengal5, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. My cats are okay now. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but yeah. I yeah, heard, I heard some- I heard something. Yeah, they just play fight, so. Alright. Bye again.